Hi everybody and welcome to a final Worth the Calories for 2019. I'm Matthew Vose. And I'm Catherine Vose. So we made it through to the final of the Great British Bake Off. What did you think? Do you have any overall impressions? I just want to give Steph a big cuddle. It's really sad, isn't it? Yeah. Thinking about us recording this, it's hard to come at it to do our traditional talk about each challenge and then talk about stuff as it went on. Because when you know the outcome, like the lead of any, you know, sporting final, it Mm. starts with this is the person who won and this is how they did it. Yes. Something like this. What do you think about the fact David won? I think David was... If if it was being judged mm-hmm. on what they did on that day, which is mm-hmm. how it's judged, yep. David was a very worthy winner. Yep. He had an excellent weekend. He produced some excellent stuff. He deserved it hands down. Yeah, I, I would fully agree. I think everything that he had perhaps struggled with, perhaps not done to the the brief as we we've, we've said you know perhaps not done quite in the the proper way of the competition however the best yeah, way to say yeah. that is he did it this weekend yeah yeah he just pulled it out of the bag yeah. uh, really well good it reminded me i think it's the very first series possibly the second where i think there's only one challenge but it's basically to make a giant picnic camper spread mm. thing and they ended up, didn't they? They ended up deliberating for like four or five hours. Yeah. Because they couldn't decide. And I think the one, possibly even the chap who won it, was the one who was weakest going in. Right. And it was very much like, you know, he's there, but the other two are much better. Yeah. But on the day, he produced something so excellent. And I, I, I can't remember now. I might need to go back and check. Mm. But I think he might have won it. And, and I would imagine part of that deliberation was are we judging on this or the episodes before? Yes. And I think the decision out of them, what they've always done, has been exactly like you say. It's based we're, we're on ju- this is this round. This exactly. is this match. Yeah, you know, it's like like I don't know the the, the winners of the Champions League. Yep, I don't get judged based on everything. Yeah, well, maybe the Champions League is the wrong. No, no, absolutely. Thing, when, but you once know, it like a knockout competition. Yeah, then it's about, it, it's about that match. Yes, it's it, not about have you have you been great over the entire season or yeah, not. Yeah, your goal difference and points earned yeah. and that kind of thing, which would be another way to do this. But but that's not how it works. That's not how it works at all. Yeah, yeah. So it, it is a real shame, and I think we can talk about the other two as well. Mm. But yes, David did knock it out of the park, and well yeah. done him. Well done him as clearly a very good baker. Yeah. Who, when he really works at the brief, or, um, and when it's something that perhaps even suits him as well, mm. he can do well. Absolutely. So congratulations to him. Yeah, well done, David. But it's really heartbreaking to see Steph have a bad week. Yeah, absolutely. And to be honest, my, my heartbreak is not so much because she lost, mm-hmm. it's that she didn't leave on a high, Yeah, if you're to mean. And, and especially because she had a mistake, a, a yeah, problem yeah. in the technical that went wrong and she didn't galvanise from it. No. It, it it was then the next day is going to go wrong and now it's all going to be down, which, I, you know, we all know that frame of thinking. Yeah. And how you can seem like everything's really bad and it's, it's a real shame that you see it on screen as well. Mm. Um, uh, I, I'm sure we'll go into this more, but... Cool. I, I, didn't like that technical challenge. Okay. Well, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that in a, in a bit because we'll definitely go through the challenges mm. properly. Um, th- there's two things that kind of occur to me. One, one is the thing I've, I've said elsewhere about how people who do poorly in early episodes but survive because there is a bad person going out learn how to play the game. Yes. They learn how to survive. And I'm not sure Steph's ever had that. No. So 
had she had a problem on a, an earlier week, maybe it would have helped her in this case. But because she hadn't, mm. and there was no need to learn it, it was just and and from here on out, and it's a real shame. We also do podcasts about the Arrowverse shows. Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, DC's Legends Tomorrow. We talk about TVs and movies on other podcasts and other things that we, mm. we love doing. I'm interested to see where you're going to draw go, parallels go, here. Go subscribe to the Across the Arrowverse <laughs> for what we do after <laughs> Worth the Galleries. And go check us out on Patreon. And uh, No, so it's making me think, I don't think Great British Bake Off has a showrunner. Okay. As a person that has overall control and knowledge of the narrative. Okay. Because if they did, I don't think they would have set up Steph in quite the way they did. I I think it's slightly poor form to have had so many weeks where it was just, and Steph wins because she's amazing. And and for us all to have been led to a point of, Steph's wonderful and stands apart, and to then show us, and here's her struggling so badly and it to be quite so heartbreaking yeah because i i think we're not alone in actually having found that finale difficult yeah absolutely and and and, and, and an episode that finished with a feeling of slight emotional devastation yeah. rather than oh that was nice exactly you know I, I i think they did well to show us actually david did very well and and steph did badly mm. and and alice did well as well but not quite as well as david yeah but I feel like we'd been led to a point of expecting it. So either either they do have someone who has over all control of the message and the story through each episode, and and I think they've misjudged it, mm. or they don't because they edit each episode with a. You're going to come out with a star baker and someone who's leaving, and we need to show each episode through that story. I I because that 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 would be my guess mm-hmm. i mean i have no idea no, no and i have but, but, but my so. guess would be that they look for a narrative theme per episode rather yeah. than for the series as a whole yeah and, and i think perhaps this calls out for someone to have been like let's make sure we show that steph is only just ahead on each one and that she's standing out because other people mm. were not quite up to scratch which i think we we said last week yeah. as well you know steph won lots of star bakers because no one else had a good week on the weeks that mm. she did well, and yeah. she is slow and steady. Wins the race. Yeah, but I don't think it's just about Steph that the last episode was a bit um, less fun. Go on, because you've got Steph having her own panic attacks yep. and stress. Yep, you've got Alice miserable because her parents oh, may or yeah. may not get on one of the millions of flights out of Dublin. I mean, come on, there's get, so many flights get out a of ferry Dublin and drive. You know, uh, yeah. but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and not to be coming back on that day. I know there was a wedding. I at least wouldn't have stayed overnight. Uh if not not have gone. But we don't know their situation. Let's no. be let's be most rational explanation. And, and seriously, there are there's about one flight to the UK from Dublin every fifteen minutes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was there last week. I could see them all on the board. Yeah. <laughs> you know? There are many airports you can yeah, find. Anyway. Anyway. But you know, like, so she's got her stress going on. Yep. Steph's got her stress going on. David's never the most extroverted in no. the tent anyway. Yeah. He just gets his head down. Yeah. So so the sort of the camaraderie and the fun and the bouncing off each other that you often see on Bake Off yep. was just not there. No. And and you know, and that's not necessarily a criticism of the participants. They're just doing mm-hmm. their thing. But it does lead to a slightly a slightly more dead atmosphere in the tent. Yeah, because I can't think of any time that we've had 
David mucking around with Sandy or Noel. And that's just not his character. And why should it be? No, no, absolutely. But, <laughs> but, and, and I can't think what else they would have done. Uh, uh, maybe there's a thing that the challenges on the final ramp up to a slightly too higher difficulty because they have so much to do and so much to create. And, and it's pressure built in by short timing again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which I think is, I'm sure we must have said at least once every episode. At least, absolutely. <laughs> so I, I, I feel like the Bake Off perhaps always has a final problem. I'm, yeah. I'm not because I mean we were angry last year for different reasons. Yeah, <laughs> at least sure a little. Year, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm a little angry. <laughs> you are a little. I'm a angry. little angry. <laughs> but um, I think mainly because I don't consider a an eggy dish a bake. Okay. That's okay. that's why okay. I'm angry. Well, we're going to come to the challenge, Catherine. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. But yeah, at least we didn't have to go outside and cook over well, a exactly. campfire. This last year was ridiculous, year. and then had Rahul's jar exploding, which obviously didn't cost him anything, but. Was like okay, crikey, they should not be baking in this no. temperature and yeah. yeah. Um, I'm almost I'm almost tempted at some point to go back and watch all the finals again. Uh, has there ever been a good? Because the other thing that I think we might have mentioned last week is before it went to Channel Four, the person who'd won multiple star bakers had never won, mm. which does speak to the final becoming a bit more even. And then suddenly, the person who won all the star bakers started being the person who won. Which perhaps the show now leans into more. Yes, we recognise there are people who seem more deserving. Mm. This this year is different than than either of those. I feel. Yeah. Mm. Nah. Challenges. Uh, first one was a chocolate cake. <laughs> yeah. This is a good challenge. This is a very good challenge. It's slightly specific, but general enough to let them do what they want to do. So it's my birthday on Saturday. Okay. You're going to make me one of each? I can. I will make you whatever you want to be made. We did have cherry tatan. Oh, yes. And I'm sure we found a cherry meringue thing earlier in the year as well. Yes, yes, yes. So you might have to pick one. To be honest, anything as long as it's got cherries in cherries, it. Cherries yeah. and sweets and chocolates yes, and things. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. So, um,. Chocolate cake, any any sort of chocolate cake, any style they wanted to. So we had a black forest cake, we had pear, ginger and maple, and we had armagnac and prunes. Mm. Do any of those stand out as better to you? Are, are they all exactly the sort of thing you want? Okay. I will rank them in terms of um, my edibility, my eatability, <laughs> eatability. desires. Okay. <laughs> One, Steph's, because it's got cherries in it. Um, and also it looked delicious. Two would be David's. Right. I love a nice, moist, boozy cake. Okay. Three, Alice's. It looked nice. It pears. wouldn't... Yeah, I'm not really... Not, I mean, I like a nice, fresh pear. Mm-hmm. Poached pears. Just not my bag. I mean, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's my take on poached pears. Yeah. I, I, I think it's the one that stands out as being different than the others. Yeah. Because it's going away from the sort of chocolate, sweetie, luxury decadence into a pear cake, to a pear and chocolate cake, you know. Yeah, and I think I think from memory, Paul was a bit like, uh, it's not a chocolate cake, love. Yeah, I mean, the main thing with hers was that it was leaning. Hers didn't it was a bit wonky, wasn't good, it? But they said it did taste very good, and certainly mm. I think the bake was excellent on hers. David's was too alcoholic. Steph's was balanced but crumbly. Yeah, a little bit overcooked, wasn't mm. it? Mm. 
Okay. Which would you eat? Or which would you like to eat the most? I mean, because, come on, really, we'd eat all three, wouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> I'm wary of there being a lot of cream on the Black Forest cake. Oh, fair enough. I'm not sure. I, the, the ganache that she did on the outside was exceptional. I'm yeah. very jealous of that ganache, so maybe that one. The Armagnac and Prunes did look very good as well. Mm. I'm sure that would be excellent. And that's what I mean when the, with the decadent tastiness of it. I clearly would have done the oil chocolate cake that I've done for you on several years with the vanilla oh, buttercream. Mm. That would have gone down well. Yum, yum, yeah. yum, yum. Um, technical challenge. Right. Six twice-baked Stilton souffles with a La Roche cracker. Okay, the La Roche cracker. La Roche, La Vache, whatever it's called. La Vache, yeah. right, cracker. Yep. I have no problem with that. Okay. That's a perfectly acceptable thing to give us a technical challenge. Okay. But the the souffle, mm-hmm. it's, it's an eggy, savoury thing. It's not a bakey, bakey thing. Okay. And, and there's an inherent meanness in setting a technical challenge mm-hmm. that if you do the bake wrong... You cannot recover it because you've just got a puddle on your plate and you're stuffed. And I just think it's, mm. I think it's just, I, I think it's chosen to engender the sort of outcome we got with Steph. And right. I think that's just mean. Okay. So that's why I'm cross. Okay. Mm. I don't think it's a proper thing to have. They've done souffles before. Mm-hmm. For definite, as, yes. as as dessert souffles, chocolate souffles. That might be more acceptable. They've done quiches and pies and tarts and things mm. as, as challenges, whether it was technical or not. I can't remember, but yeah. fine. I mean, they were baking, and there is an element of it that the final incorporates lots of different skills. Mm. I can stand it, except you do make an exceptionally good point about it's there for that thing. What what else could they have done that went wrong? Because uh, let's say Steph gets that, that bit of the bake right and it comes out and hers and Alice's and David's were, were not too dissimilar. David's obviously stood out as even better, but his crackers were terrible. Mm. So there is something in other crackers there to help them differentiate because is it just down to... They just wanted someone to have a soggy mess on a plate. Yeah, because she... And and is it edited in, in a way so that we understand what happens when we get to Steph's? But also, it's about that timing thing as well. Mm. You know, if they weren't just trying to make one of one or more of them fail miserably, mm-hmm. they'd give them slightly more time. Because I imagine the yeah. reason she took it out of the oven when she did mm. was because she'd run out of time. Yeah. So she made a mistake and she ran out of time. So all she could do was end up with a soggy mess on a plate. Yeah. I, I think it's. I think it was an unfair challenge. Okay. Now, that might be because I just wanted to go and give her a hug. Yeah. But, you know, even the other two didn't get a great result. No, no one came out of this well. And there is something that certainly by this stage of the competition, you want the technical challenges to be coming out really well. But at some point they have to make a decision in presentation, in cutting, in layering, in something... That helps them decide yeah. who's who's done what. Perhaps almost make it, this is the one that is something exotic to us. Yeah. That, that we don't know how to do. That they have to make a decision of, wait, I plat it? How do I plat it? How many plats do I do? Or 
I fold it, but how many times? You know, something on those exactly. lines. Perhaps this is the one where that's where the decision has to be, not how to bake it. But at the same time, a technical challenge should be testing your technical knowledge. And her technical knowledge was not how to do... For one of them was not how to do bake the souffle, and the other one was not how to bake a, a roux. Yeah. So mm. it, it was testing the technical challenge, the technical knowledge quite well. I, I actually, I can, I think I definitely stand it more than you. I can stand it as a challenge because it did help differentiate them. The problem is Steph's reaction to that. Mm. Then, like you say, went into a panic attack and and a a, a, a difficult second day. Yeah, I just feel they were set up to fail. Yeah. Which I don't like. Which is a shame. Yeah, it's very, very sad. Yeah. I think I'll remind you of that on weeks one or two next year. Yes. Because I think a lot of technical challenges do this. I think I think if you don't know the thing you're supposed to do and you do it wrong, yes, it seems like you're set up to fail. But what they're setting up is, is your knowledge good enough? Mm. Should they be doing that in the final? That's probably where the question rests. And yeah, I think I agree with you. They shouldn't be doing that in the final, but did they expect they would have known it? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Mm. Mm. So our third challenge, the showstopper, was a deceptive feast with cake, biscuit, and enriched dough with a picnic basket and contents. Any thoughts on this one? I didn't hate it. Okay. Uh, You know, I've seen worse finale um, showstoppers, uh, and I think it did allow them to bring in a wide variety of creativity. Mm. So, so actually, I think I think it was a decent, um, a decent final technical challenge. I thought it was interesting, and I thought having the there's a sort of disguised element gave it an interesting twist. That I really liked. I think they've done this once or twice before as a baker cake that looks like something else. Yes. And people have done loads of bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the bake-off extra slice yeah. thing, isn't it? Um, I don't rate David's quite as highly as I think they did because mm. David faked his with icing and decorating. Oh, lots and lots of fondant icing. Agree. Uh, yeah, and a few tricks like that, which I get... They don't say not to do that, and they say make it look like something else. But it feels like I wrapped it in the skin of something, and so it looks like that thing. Whereas everyone else had gone to, and, you know, Steph struggled, so it didn't quite come out as well. But they had gone, I've made a macaron that looks a bit like a strawberry. Yes. Or I've made this thing that looks, you know, a, a bun that looks like a peach or something. Mm. Along those lines. Although, was that him? Yeah, I think that was, I think was, that him. was him. But but things but like the, the cheese were... board, definitely. The fig rolls that look like sausage rolls. I did think you're cheating. You've already done fig rolls, dude. Yeah, and the fig rolls that look like fig rolls. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what they looked like. So I don't mm. I don't even buy that one as well. So so that's that's the one bit that I think they've bought into his deception more than perhaps it deserves. But at the same time, the thing is, make things look like other things, and he did that. So yeah. you've got to and, give him credit. And within that, they seem to really enjoy the taste of what he produced as well. Yes, there, there is that side of it that he's baked. And, and that's probably why I'd, I don't think he's a bad winner. I don't know. I, 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 I think he was a worthy winning. winner on the day. Absolutely. But I don't think he was quite as far ahead as it seemed to be, certainly by that point. I think also the. Because they made them each do a nougatine basket as well, didn't they? Yeah. That was like a compulsory element. Yeah. And his nougatine basket. Was by far the best. Absolutely, Cut absolutely straight. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, really well done. Yeah. So, because yeah, and that that wasn't a bit this into <coughs> that wasn't a bit that they went into very much on the show. No, it's but, just hey, they've all got nougatine baskets, and some of them are cursing about birds, and some yeah, of them have done yeah. them better than others. But yeah. but David's was definitely the best. Yes, yeah, and and assembled very well because he's clearly very good at what he does. So well Super organised. Yeah. 
Do we have any comments on Alice? We haven't really mentioned her so much. I feel the hard thing is I can't remember much of what she did for the mm. showstopper. I, I have a I have an impression of a memory of what a, what she did being pretty pretty good, pretty competent. Right. Yeah. Just can't remember what it was. Can you remind me? Um, strawberry, strawberries. I think the strawberry macarons. Maybe I've got carrot cake. She did a cake that. Oh, she did that great Scotch egg carrot yeah, cake. Yeah, that was the thing. That was it? really yes. nice. And she really did the, clever. The ice creams, which were okay. Which I think didn't taste as well. Right. But I, I think they did look like ice creams. Mm. I mean, the problem is they don't melt like ice creams. So but, yeah. Yeah, I I thought her Scotch egg was outstanding. I actually think as an individual item that might be probably the winner. The winner. Yeah. Although I think Steph's burger looked pretty good. Yes. Yeah. But you could see the bake hadn't gone well. Yeah. Very overbaked. Yeah. She um, left half of it and, initially and it in the thing. Yeah. So it wasn't like it was. Oh yes, I could see that as a burger. Mm. So shame. Um. Yeah, I think Alice Alice did very well. She gave David a run for her money. Everything came off for him today. Yeah. Which and and on any other week he would have won Star Baker as well. Absolutely. On any other week. Absolutely. So, well yeah. done, well done, David. Well done, David. So Go on. Are we going to do well I say we <laughs> <laughs> no, no, are are we going mm-hmm. to do the Stilton soufflés? I feel like I should. Yep. To complete it. And there are a couple of others that we've not done that I think we should return to. Yeah. And maybe later in November and December, we, we try them and put more episodes out. Yep. Uh, we don't have souffle dishes. I think that's our first problem. I was going to uh, suggest we, we see what's um, putting the muffin, uh, that, that, that silicon muffin mm-hmm. thing, and putting yeah, yeah, that yeah. over uh, maybe a roasting dish with water in the bottom and see if that has the same effect. Because, I mean... Okay, maybe we might struggle with if the need to have be steam in the thing, mm-hmm. but it's the same deal, isn't it? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure it's necessarily about the steam. I think it's about cooking them in a bath of. Well, I reckon if we um, put our our silicon muffin okay. thing <laughs> into silicon muffin thing <laughs> into um, the the roasting dish with some water around it, I reckon that would let's give it a let, go. Let's give that a crack. Okay, let's try it. Yes. Last week's challenge yes. was Gato Santonore. Santonore. And so you did it. I did most of it. I yeah, <laughs> you did all of it. Well, you did I did none of it apart from you, eat it. You did the <laughs> buying of the puff pastry because I, like others, bought the puff pastry. Well, well why wouldn't you? Yeah, there is there is a time and a place to make puff pastry. Never. Um I'll tell you who also did it. Uh, our friend Debbie, who we spoke to earlier in the series. Um, she made Gato Santonore, and she she had, has also been making all of them, yes. and doing very well as well. Debbie's so we, an excellent baker. We had a good message from Debbie, so let's hear what Debbie had to say about it. Interstitial music. Hi, Catherine and Matthew. Yeah, so uh, Gato Santonore. Um, I'd always wanted to make one of these big. Uh, French patisserie classics but um, of course they seem like so much work and uh, yeah I found it was a lot of work. Um, I decided ahead of time not to do the puff pastry because um, I I don't know why you would do that to yourself especially after the fiasco that was walker pastry. Um, I thought I deserved deserved a slightly easier ride. 
but anyway, I'm sure that fancy chefs say that they don't make their own puff pastry and it was my day off. And is that enough excuses? I hope so. Um, overall, I really enjoyed making it. I love a shoe bun. I love a custard type situ. I love caramel. Um, I have a lot of burns and uh, I'd like it if my shoe buns had been a bit more even. Uh, and I don't have uh, an honoré nozzle, so it doesn't look like it should, but overall I'm really pleased with it. Uh, I thought the bakers did so, so well to get all of that done because it was a really, really full-on bake. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they come up with for the final. All right, bye guys. Thank you, Debbie. So yeah, I also did not make puff pastry. But you'd made Debbie, everything else. But I made everything else. Um... What 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 was the most challenging bit? Mm, let me think about all the different bits of it. Yeah. I need to remind myself. So there's a puff pastry layer. There are profiteroles, shoe mm. pastry with a hole in the middle. Spheres, yeah. Yeah. With the creme chaboost in them, piped on them, and then dipped in caramel as well. I did not do the chantilly cream. Because I didn't want to. No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, what was hardest? The creme chaboost probably took longest. Okay. And I feel like it's set way more. The fact that it's making a custard mm. and you put gelatin in it. Oh, what's the gelatin in there's it? There's gelatin in it. There's three sheets of gelatin in it. And there's it's, it's a really strange thing. So you're making a very small custard. Right. So whole milk and... Vanilla pod and egg yolks and maybe some caster sugar. Nice. No, not caster sugar in that bit, I think. Oh, and a little bit of caster sugar, half the caster sugar in that. And then some corn flour. So it's got corn flour in it. Yeah, which is going to make it set. Yeah. And then it's got three sheets of gelatin in it. Three sheets? Three sheets. Three sheets. <laughs> More than headbutting your microphone. <laughs> it's just an expression of my horror at the idea of three whole sheets of gelatin right? going into such a small amount of custard. Well, yeah, and it was not a large amount at that stage anyway. And then you put it in a bowl and let it set. And it sets into a gelatinous, lump, non-Newtonian fluid, frankly. <laughs> it, is, it is a lump of weird oozing jelly thing. Because um, it, doesn't, it doesn't flatten out because it's not... That's yeah. sort of liquid at that uh, point. Gelatin is not our friend, is and it? And then, and then, when that's cooled down, or when it's just about water, no, 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 when it's cooled down, you you use the egg whites and the rest of the caster sugar to make a meringue. Right. Mix the meringue into it and then fold the, the next half of the meringue in as well to give it more volume. But it sounds like it would be quite hard to fold the meringue in if it's now essentially a lump of well, wibbly, I, I wibbly wobble rubber. Well, I properly having to mix it in. Um, yeah. And it, it felt a little bit lumpy, so I did do the thing we've seen on the Bake Off of I stuck it through a sieve. Yeah. Just to, just to make sure I got any lumps out of it, which it, it was okay before, but it felt a bit better afterwards. Mm. Um, and then you have to stick it in piping bags, and then you have to pipe it. So that was all, that was okay, but it was just, it took, it seemed to take a long time to get through each stage of it. Mm. The piping was annoying because obviously you fit a fairly small nozzle, but it's a thing that's got air in it. So you're kind of removing some of the air when, as you push it through a small nozzle anyway. Yeah, what, what was, was the point strange. of putting the egg yolk in it, there? Yeah, it was, it, it really felt like you were sort of concentrating it more. And then I made a slight mistake with the shoe pastry because at the point I'd 
made the pastry and then put the eggs into it as well, it was still a little thick. Right. So I was like, right, I'm going to start putting bits of another egg in. So I another egg, beat it, uh, beat the egg in a cup, and then started pouring a bit in. I hadn't quite beaten it well enough, and a large lump poured in, uh, and it ended up a little too runny. So uh, my shoe ended up slightly thinner than it should have done, and the shoe, once baked, was sort of wider than it was tall. It's, a, it's, a, it still rose. It's a squat shoe bun. Yeah, absolutely. A, a little more like a smaller clair, perhaps, okay. might be the way to describe mm. them. So it wasn't bad. Just I, I can see there is a point where you get to exactly the right mixture of it. I was one side of it before the egg. I was the other side of it afterwards. Uh, yeah, I didn't know whether it was a need to have more flour or something in it to get it there. Um, the caramel, I was okay with the caramel. Um, Debbie burned herself and then got lots of caramel over her drops on her countertop. Oh, goodness. That had to be scraped off because it, it properly set. And, and I was quite impressed, actually, that once it set, if you reapplied it to the heat, it then softened again. Right. It, it was actually quite a nice mm. thing to make and, and use. Um, it was one of the bits that I wanted to do. Yeah. Because I've always struggled with the sugar stuff that we've done. Yep. This came off really well to the extent, as it was setting, and I was trying to just see if I could drizzle some over, I was getting those, you know, sometimes we see them doing strands of sugar yeah. to, to put on top of things. I was mm, doing that. We can put sugar work on your CV. You know, and it's like, oh, I, I can see how this works if you yeah. get it to the right point. So, yeah, I was pleased with that. I used tongs and dipped them in the sugar. That was fine. Then when I tried to clean off the sugar that had set on things, one of the sharp bits of the caramel came off and stabbed me in the finger and I got blood everywhere. <laughs> And it appears I got sugar inside my finger. <laughs> you, you are the only person that I know that has cut his finger open on caramel. <laughs> yeah. It's a little ridiculous, but fine, fine. We got there. I'm very disappointed in the dessert as a whole. The pastry has zero flavour. The creme caramel and the, and the creme chaboost and the caramel have a sort of sugary custard flavour, which is fine, but I don't see the point of this. I think even if we ordered this yeah. in a in a proper high class French patisserie, yeah, we would both be a bit like, "Where's the cake?" Yeah, it's it's very bland pastry with very sugary and very creamy covering. And, and the thing is, it's, I don't think either of us our go to is not bland pastry plus a creamy thing. Yeah, you know, cream cream cakes, a cream eclair, and things mm-hmm. like that didn't do anything for me. Yeah, so that that was a shame, but. It was interesting to assemble it and do it. It was interesting to mm. bake puff pastry in layers of baking sheets. Yeah. To, to keep it flat because it did come out really nice and crispy. Like that that was quite an interesting thing to have done. Yeah. And that pastry sheet we bought a few weeks ago, we're getting some money out of that. Absolutely. <laughs> Useful. It's really good, isn't really it? Really good. Um, yeah. so, so, you know, if you make pastry stuff and, and roll out pastry, a pastry sheet is worth buying. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought your, um, I thought your eclair, not your eclair, so your... <laughs> Freudian <laughs> slip there, Mrs. Vose. I, I thought your shoe was nice. I, I thought the um, the creme chaboost mm-hmm. was perfectly tasty. I would have had no idea it had quite so much gelatin in it. Yeah. So yeah, and and, yeah. and I liked the caramel. Like like Debbie, I don't have um, Santorini nozzle either, so I used a sort of fake star one, which fine, you know, I piped bits on, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, it was interesting to do. But not one that I think will live in the, the memories of... It's not a wagon wheel. We, we shan't make it again. <laughs> no. I'm sure I'll make the wagon wheel again either. <laughs> the wagon wheel was a good challenge. Like, And there have been a few. Yeah. I think this year has been much more... 
and this leans back into the double baked thing we saw this time the souffle much more challenging than interesting more 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 aimed at catching them out yeah um talking about wagon wheels though Go on. your your chat about the creme chaboost and the gelatin actually i was getting flashbacks of the wagon wheel yeah and having that mallow in the piping um yeah. the piping nozzle and actually then just having to take a spoon and scrape it out from the back because it was yeah. far too set to pipe and and, and that is be- the one that, yeah does ring the memory because there was an exact moment when piping that was really easy and it didn't ooze too much and it set really up well and if you were one side of it, it ran too far. If you were the other side of it, you had to do the scraping and thing. Mm. And it's just a bit of experience with it mm. that lets you. So it's not really appropriate for a technical challenge, maybe. Although, I mean, and I know it's not the same recipes as you get for the technical challenge. Can I, can I make a controversial statement? Go on. I don't know if these recipes are perfect. Oh, interesting. I think, for example, mm. they might have told you to put too much gelatin in, in your creme chaboost. Okay. Just, just putting that out there, and I think there was something else where I th- that we did this season. I need to think back to what it was. Where I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't think these quantities are quite right. Oh, interesting. Okay. I-, I know what it was. Go on. Um, those maids of honor, and right. and the quantities of the pastry, physically impossible to get the right amount of um, yeah circles out of that puff pastry. Would it have been easier? And now we have the pastry thing to roll it. I, I think s- might have made a difference. Well, to roll it, yes. But I still do not think I could physically have got the requisite number of circles in circles Mm -hmm. from that amount of um, puff pastry. Okay. Because I already rolled it thinner than it was saying in the recipe. Mm. And and whilst, whilst, um, you know, if you were looking at um, 12, let's say 12 circles weigh 100 grams, Mm -hmm. I may have had 100 grams worth of pastry. Yep. But they damn sure weren't coming in exactly 12 circle shapes. No, and you, you can't re-roll puff pastry. It's not like it's biscuit dough. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So so just just things like that, I'm like... Eh. Okay, yeah, no, no, that's, that's a very fair point. Yes. Okay. So we know who this year's winner is. We do. We know what the technical challenges were. We do. We know it's going to be a year until another show. Oh. And and they are they have auditions out for another show, so um, we should be back next year. Yay. To this again, we might be back if we try and fit in some of the catch-up stuffs. Absolutely. Do a few more. Make me a cake. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we'll see if the Celebrity Bake Off, New Year Bake Off, Bake Off Charity, all the, all, all the different renditions they do of them, uh, whether they might be worth doing some episodes over. Absolutely. I am not... I repeat, not trying anything. They try and make the professionals do. No. Well, have you seen Liam is now hosting Bake Off Junior? Oh, is he? Yes, it's him and Prue and Harry Hill. I think someone oh, like that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, we could try those. That, that, well, yeah, it should be quite interesting <laughs> yeah. to be. No, I, I, I'm actually, I'm actually and... quite excited and keen to watch that. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting watch. Yeah, awesome. Terrific. Thank you very much for everyone who joined us during the series for their baking. Everyone who challenges. Um, I hope your belts have survived and I hope your wallets have survived by <laughs> all the random stuff we've had to buy in. Yay. It was it was a lot of fun hearing it from was. so many people. I it think was. I think that has kept me going to hear and and see on Instagram all the different things people have tried to see. Yes, this is ridiculous and hard. Yeah. Yeah. If you like what we do, we have a Patreon if you want to support us. Merch and extra shows and join us playing games online. Join our Discord server so you can check that out and help support us. And you can check out the other shows we do. We'll see you next year for some sort of catchphrase. Bake!